We're so grateful, Father, for everything that you do, Lord. Uh, your promises, Lord, are so true, Jesus. We ask, Lord, that we could see it more and more and understand it more and more, Father. We ask, Father, that you just bless these tithes and these offerings, Lord, multiply them, Lord. Continue to bless this vision, Lord, uh, Lord, that we may honor you in everything that we do, Father. That also, Lord, uh, we ask that you just clear everything from our plates, Lord, that we can focus on you in the word uh, this morning, Lord. We're grateful for this opportunity that you give us to be in your presence, Lord. Now we ask, Lord, that um, we remove all obstacles, Lord, just to be received, to be able to receive you unfiltered, Lord. Yes, it's all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless everyone this morning. Y'all may be seated. Dios bendiga todos esta mañana, hermanos. God bless the band this morning. And Praise the Lord. Dios es bueno. Amen, hermanos. God is good. Even though there was a little bit of cold weather, God is still good. Amen. Many of us enjoy the seasons. ¿Cuántos de nosotros lo usamos, hermanos, el cambiamiento del tiempo, el frío, el calor y todo eso? Hay muchos que no le gustan eso, nomás quieren vivir en San Diego. San Diego no se cambia mucho. Es como Hawaii. Uh, hay, hay lugares que no, no tienen tanto, no tienen frío, no tienen cosas. Pero Hawaii hace como una semana tuvo un blizzard. Mucho nieve vino a Hawaii. There's a lot of people that don't like, you know, seasons, don't like changes. Um... They prefer to live in something that's pretty consistent, right? They like to, you know, they're San Diego people, we call them. They like the climate just to be in the 80s and, you know, ooh, it's cold. It's 75 degrees today. Yeah, that's, that's a San Diego person. I'm going to have to wear a jacket today. It's 78. But, and then there's, you know, people, you know, but I was mentioning, you know, Hawaii about a week ago got a blizzard. They were snow, snowboarding in the mountains. They really weren't. I don't think they have snowboards there. Maybe some of them that travel, but, but it was, they, were, they received a lot of snow because a, a front came in. So people there were probably pretty shocked, huh? Maybe not even prepared <laughs> for some of that. But seasons happen, seasons come, and they pass by. And sometimes we, um, we, we prefer to stay in a season. That's not always a good thing if it's, if it's if we're called for change, if we're called to grow, if we're called to expand our our reach. Uh, God bless the classes this morning. Dios bendiga los clases esta mañana, hermanos. Our kids uh, have an opportunity to learn at the levels that God has called them, and and I pray that you know God touches their hearts and. As uh, if we experience growing in the church, you know, you have those moments where that aha moment where you realize that God can do something in your life. Qué bonito es, hermanos, traer niños y tener niños en las clases que pueden oír, oír y enseñarse en en el nivel que están ellos, porque un día lo van a van a necesitar un consejo, van a necesitar algo de Dios para tener eso como solución es bonito. So it's important for us uh, in the kids' ministries. Amen? Well, brothers and sisters, you know, as we, as we go through all these different seasons and all these things that happen in our lives, um, there's something that's critical as we've been preaching through these last messages uh, when it comes to our health and our spiritual health. And as Brother Lorenzo mentioned on, uh, on um, Wednesday about the Holy Spirit and the presence that we have, the power that we have with the Holy Spirit. Um, there's some great things that come with that. Um, and uh, I'd like for us to um, turn to Exodus 31 to start out there um, and, and start uncovering what God has for us this morning. Amen. Exodus 31, uh, 1 says, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, verse 2, See, I have called by the name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, 
and wisdom and an understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. I want to stay there just for a second, brothers and sisters, because if you can go back to a one, just real quick. So the Lord was speaking to Moses here. We all know who Moses is. El Señor estaba hablando a Moses aquí. Uh, todos sabemos quién es Moses. Si no sabes quién es Moses, um, era una persona que llevó el pueblo de Dios que eran esclavos de Egipto para la tierra prometida. Quería llevar el era mandamiento de Dios. So we see here that he's talking to Moses and he tells Moses, I'm sending, I'm, I'm working on somebody for you. And he mentions the gentleman here. If we can go back, is, is it, did I say it correct? I thought I did, but. Bezalel? Bezalel. He goes, and I'm going to, you know, I've called this individual here, and I'm going to feel this individual, his spirit. And we all get excited with that, thinking that, oh, man, this guy's going to be, you know, a minister. This guy's going to be a leader. This guy's going to be somebody, you know, that uh, the next Moses here. No, but he, if you read here on verse 3, it defines what he's going to be here at the very end. It says, it says he's going to give him wisdom and understanding, but in what? How to work. It's, it's funny how we're, a lot of the times we're just all looking for the position and not understanding that sometimes that position comes with the work. But it wasn't the kind of work that you're just thinking here because he, he's going to define it. And this is God telling Moses about building a temple, building. And they were, they were talented that way. The Jewish people weren't talented in, in craftsmanships. God says, don't worry about that. I got, I got you on this one, Moses. I'm going to fill this person up right here with talents that only God could give a man. Abilities. We keep on reading here in verse 4. To devise cunning works to work in gold and in silver and in brass. Listen to this. So, so they brought a bunch of stuff from Egypt because you remember they burnt it, right? Made a calf and did all this stuff. So, but they had no idea what they, how to do any of that stuff, how to make the stuff. They just knew how to buy stuff or get stuff. God said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get somebody here that's going to know how to work on things, how to form things, how to shape things. You're going to need these things in the future. But, you know, God, we're not knowledgeable in this stuff right here. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm going to fill somebody's. And in brass, verse 5. And in the cutting of stones to set them, and in carving of timber to work in all manner of workmanship. Now, this is the ultimate guy, right? This guy is going to be... I mean, you would think that he's, he's a carpenter, right? No, 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 he's more than that. Works in metals, works in things. So aquí estamos leyendo, hermanos, que Dios iba a llenar una persona aquí con un talento para trabajar. Trabajar, hacer algo. No, no, no de, lo voy a llenar para, para profecitar, lo voy a llenar para, para que él puede ir adelante de ti y, 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 y traer la palabra. Y, no, 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 no. Lo voy a llenar para que puede trabajar y enseñar cosas. It's powerful right here. You see, because there's a lot of times where we're like, you know, God fill me with this, give me this right here, and we're not realizing that he wants to give you something. It might just not be what you want. So, verse 6 says, And I beheld, and I have given with him Ahaliab, the son of... I'm, oh, I'm, I'm doing what you did, Lorenzo. I was laughing at Lorenzo. I laughed on... Wednesday, I said, I should have just skipped this. I, I was laughing when I was in the radio. I said, that was good. I said, you didn't notice that when I read it, I skipped it. <laughs> I went, Ahishamak, of the tribe of Dan, and in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom that they, that they may make all that I have commanded thee. Listen to that. Pretty much, Moses, I got you. 
Stop asking how. Start knowing, I got you. It's pretty powerful. It's pretty powerful when, when God's going to ask you something, especially in a Moses position, that he's not going to ask you anything that he's not preparing. Bonito cosa, hermano. Moisés ya estaba viendo grandes cosas. Ya, ya sabemos que Moisés estaba viendo la gloria de Dios, pero ya, ya que pasaron Egipto, ya que pasaron el mar, ya que vieron las plagas y todo esto que, que vieron, ahora viene que necesitamos a trabajar con esto. No sabemos esto. Y dice, Señor, pero ¿cómo? Si, si estaba uh, dudando esto, Moisés y vio todas las grandezas de Dios, pero dice. No sé cómo trabajar con uh, madera, como, o, con oro, con plata, con piedras. No sabemos esto. Y dijo el Señor, calma. Yo voy a llenar a alguien con el espíritu y el entendimiento para hacer las cosas que necesito. Para trabajar. And there's something beautiful about that. Because a lot of the times we'll read in the word of God and we get excited. God, fill me with your word, your presence, God. God, fill me with this so I can teach, so I can be this, so I can do this. And God's like, you're not going to do that. But I'm going to fill you. But you got something else that I've been preparing you for. Whoo! Some of us have been looking for the wrong thing. Some of us have been looking for the wrong thing, brothers and sisters. Muchas veces queremos, ah, yo quiero posición, yo quiero título, yo quiero, ah, Dios, que me llenas con eso, yo quiero. Y Dios dice, no, 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 yo, yo no te he llamado por eso. Yo te he llamado por otra cosa. Te voy a enseñar esto. I, I, I like this because, again, it changes our perspective and how we view things. And sometimes we set ourselves on something that God has not set us to. Well, there's power when you can start seeing what God has set you to. I like it. I like it. I'm excited. I, I, I want to see what this gift is that God has given me. That he's given me a long time ago and he's given to all of us that have accepted him in their lives. See, there's a couple of things. You, if, you're not, if you're not finding something, you got to ask yourself where you're at, where you're at spiritually. There's times that we're like, oh, I just can't. You know, I'm not feeling and I'm not doing this stuff. It's easy. It's easy. If, you're, if your car doesn't turn on and there's a flashing light that says you need fuel, spiritually, it's the same thing. I, I just want to break it down as simple as possible. If you try to turn on your spirit and it's empty, start to evaluate yourself. Where am I at in my relationship with God? Am I close? Am I far? If I'm far, I can't expect to ever feel him. But if I start to let go and deny myself of things, then I get closer to them, and guess what? I feel him. It's basic. It's something that I had to ask myself many times as I checked my pulse and said, why am I not feeling God right now? Oh, I've taken a few steps back. I'm focused on things that he has not called me for. There's a difference when I'm focused on things that he's called me for. And there's some things that, you know, we want to get into today. Because God has called us. If we turn to 1 Corinthians 13, 2. I like uh, we read this uh, a month ago or so about love, the power of love here charity and though i have the gift of prophecy and the under, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge listen to this listen to this this is powerful right here because again it does not matter what you have and how you see yourself as paul said right here and i have all knowledge could you imagine that you've met smart people before and they're just like man that person knows a lot it don't matter that's what Paul says right here. And though I have all faith, listen to that. Oh, man, that brother, man, he's full of faith. So that I can remove mountains and have not love. 
I am nothing. Now, Paul checked off a lot of those boxes because he was a knowledgeable man. He was a man that was full of prophecy and had things. But he recognized the importance of love. Qué bonito cosa, hermanos, que Pablo, una persona que tenía entendimiento, tenía profecía, tenía la fe llena, como sabemos. Pero él entendió la importancia del amor. So again, when we talk about this gauge, and I want God to use me, I want God to use me, I want to be used by God, I want to be used by God, start developing the love. Because that's the core of it. Start developing the love. Start developing what God can use. Sometimes, sometimes we don't have that. Sometimes we're bitter. Sometimes we're angry. Sometimes we're resentful. That's not love. That's not love. That's holding on to weights. You think you're going to get anywhere if you're holding on to weights? You think you're going to elevate yourself if you're holding on to something? No. When you start to release, release things and realize that, first of all, that God loved you and he found you in a state, and a lot of us are, are always in that position where I go, God can't love me, I'm unlovable. Oh, man, you have no idea. But he knew to where you would get to, and now he wants to transform you and use you. Muchas veces tenemos preguntas, hermanos, ¿cómo Dios me puede amar? Tú no sabes lo que... Yo he hecho. Tú no sabes lo que, lo que, lo que, uh, uh, como soy yo. Es verdad, no sé. You got me. Pero yo sé que Dios sabe. Y todavía murió para nosotros. No era porque quería que no cambiáramos nuestras vidas, pero que podíamos entender de su amor. Por eso es tan importante el amor. Muchas veces lo escondemos, muchas veces lo protegemos con cosas porque uh, eh, eh, lo que ha pasado en el, eh, eh, cuando éramos niños o adolescencia, ¿dice adolescencia? ¿Cómo? ¿Adolescen? Amen. I, I believe you. Muchas veces estamos guardándolo, no, que no, nadie toca, que nadie entra. Y ponemos uh, frentes o paredes para protegernos. ¿Qué es eso? No más te estás dañando solo. ¿Por qué? Porque Dios quiere entrar y usarte por algo grande. No sabes lo que es. Ah, voy a ser predicador. Ah, yo quiero ser ministero. Discípulo. Vamos a ver. Let's see, because we, we want the position. Everybody wants the position here. Survivor, right? But nobody wants to accept what God has called them for and the gift he's given them. James 1.17 reads, Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Todo lo que es bueno, hermanos, todo viene de Dios. Todo. Hay personas que hablan mucho. Hay otros que no hablan tanto. Todo viene de Dios. Hay unos que no están uh, tímidos de hablar. Se atrevan. Hay otros que no son. Todos son de Dios. You know, brother and sister, everything's from God. So there's people that like to talk a lot, that like to, you know, that, that's me, you know. There's other people that don't. That everything's from God. There's people that, you know, uh, aren't intimidated or, or, 
or if they see somebody, they can, you know, start a conversation. They're willing to start a conversation. There's others that don't. Everything's from God. So, so again, accept that. So you're like, oh, I've got to be something. Everything's from God because maybe that's not your calling, see? Oh, you're missing it here, see? Because everybody's like, well, I want to be that, though. But maybe you're not called for that. <gasps> We're going to start figuring out what you could be called for. See, isn't that exciting? Because this entire time you've been thinking, like, I want to be this, but I can't do this. I can't do it. Todo ese tiempo, yo quiero hablar con personas, pero no puedo hablar. ¿Por qué? No es tú. Regalo. Uh-oh. We got to understand these things because there's times that we're fighting against something and we're thinking like, well, God must not be for me. God must not. No, because you're missing what God was for you and what God had given you. Muchas veces estamos pensando, ¿por qué? Yo quiero hablar con personas. Yo quiero, yo, yo tengo este. <laughs> Pero no lo puedo hacer. No estoy aprendiendo nada. Pues, es buen deseo, pero queremos saber si es de Dios. Porque si no es de Dios, no va a florecer. Pero si hayas lo que es de Dios, eso sí. So that's what's important. See, a lot of these times we're, we're, we're pounding our chest and beating the air, not hitting anything. But God has called us for something. Yo soy llamado por algo, hermanos, aquí. Todos aquí. Every one of you here, God has called you for something. Every one of you here. Some of you are, are frustrated because you haven't got to where you think it is. But God can show you what it is. But sometimes we're asking for things or searching for things that he has not called us for. Let's keep on reading, amen? Romans 12, 3. Romanos 12, 3. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as, as God had dealt to every man to the measure of faith. Now, this is very important because there's a couple of things that he's, he's, he's specific on here. First of all is, don't you get confused where, how smart you think you are or what you think you have, but rather stay grounded. Don't make this mistake. But then on top of that, he says, he's soberly minded here, so you can be dealt with what God has given you, you can receive. But see, if you're over here like, ah, Look at me. And you're missing that God's right here beside of you trying to hand you something. Something tremendous, something powerful, something that could change not only your life, generation. Oh, but I'm looking here because I'm this. It's got to be this. And God's like, no, I've been, turn around. I got something for you. We keep on reading here, verse 4. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. We've read this before. How weird would it be if you just saw just a head up here on the ground? Look weird. It looked weird if all you saw was heads in the church, no bodies. It doesn't look weird when you start to see the formation of the body and understand that everything has a purpose. See, we all, all might not see that as we're looking for something in God and trying to find something from God. We might look at things differently, but Paul's breaking it down here. Verse 5. So we being many are one body in Christ, and everyone members of another. Verse 6. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy, 
according to the portion of faith. Verse 7. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministering. Or he that teacheth on teaching. Verse 8. Or he that ex exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that soweth mer mercy with cheerfulness. See, we get to the top ones and we like it. But we forget these small. God has called me for this. This is why I've gone through this. Oh, Dios me ha llamado por esto. Por eso ha pasado estas cosas. Está, está llamando por el ministerio. No es esa razón, hermanos. A veces está quebrando para otras cosas. No nomás crees que tan pronto en eso. You know, sometimes we feel like we're going through things where we've gone through things because that's preparing me for ministry. No, God could just be preparing you for salvation. Removing things that needed to get removed before the day you were in front of him. Let's not get this twisted. God's told me this. Remember, remember, remember this one? This is, this is an old, what is it, an old 90s photo? You look at the thing the kids have. Don't you, aren't you like this one? I want to fill it or is it Gabriel? Gabriel and Tristan, I think. We find ourselves like this and thinking all this stuff when God's trying to speak to us. If we could just look down on the ground and see what he's telling us as he's beside us. If you're going through something, like I told you, there's a diagno diagnostics that you can do. You can say, okay, am I in sin? Okay, am I, is it a trial of my faith? Or is it that I've been robbing the church? Those are simple ones right there. If you can get through those ones there and you still don't know what's going on, then you know it's a trial of your faith. God's shaping you, molding you. It's pretty simple. Don't fight any one of those, because if you fight any of the other ones and you're thinking like, oh, it's got to be a trial of my faith. Oh, man, man, you're just being tried all the time then. Start to look at some other things. But let he that giveth, how about that one? Do we have any ones that focus on that? Do we have any that focus on Because there's some that are tremendous in that. And God bless you all for that. And I'm not only talking about at the church. I'm talking about in, in things and what you do and, and how you serve. Como todos queremos posiciones, pero vemos aquí que hay unos que tienen un gracia, un don de dar. Hay unos buenos aquí que siempre están pensando en otros. That's a gift. Trust me, it's a gift. Ah, ¿sabes qué? Uh, necesitamos a llevarle a, a, a Sonso uh, algo porque están pasando algo. Pero no es. Pero hay unos que no saben que Dios ha puso, ponido algo en tu corazón. God has put something in your heart that you need to cultivate. Say, we're too busy over here, right? I'm going to build this. This is why I'm going through this. Where God's like, man, you are a master at this. And guess why? Because I put teachers in your life. Like your mama that used to pay for people in the grocery line. Yeah. So let's not get things twisted. Because God is precious. And what he does, and you start to see it. I'm going to put things through your entire life. Some of them were hard things. Some of them you're still trying to find. But it is. But there's a lot of layers that are there not letting you get to it. But you got it. There's something inside of you. It says here, giving with simplicity. He that ruleth. There's some people here. Not in the church. But there's some of you all here that God has called for that. And, he, and there's some merciful people here, brothers and sisters. That's a gift. Just because it doesn't have prophecy 
or ministering or exhorting. All these things that we like it to have, right? You think that those are the easy things, but trust me, it'll wear you down if it's not what you're calling it. Find it. Hay muchas personas, hermanos, que vienen y sientan algo. Yo siento algo. Yo siento que Dios me está llamando para esto. O oh, sí, hermano, me gustó como dijo mi, pa, mi padre una vez. Oh, ¿qué, qué, ¿Qué estás viendo en eso? Y, y a veces no miras que están viendo nada. No tienen nada en eso. Pues vamos para la palabra para ver. ¿Tienes estas cosas? ¿Reglados en tu, en tu casa y todo esto? No. Pues es buen deseo. Dice la palabra de Dios que es buen deseo. Pero necesitas a trabajar. You see, brother and sister, the word's perfect. But we get so discouraged just because we can't be called for ministering when we're powerful in other things that God has given us. Great things. Oh, you haven't even tapped into what God can do yet. You're working on a little bank account when God's taking you to something much bigger. Oh, man, I, I, I get excited once I start to see that, hey, it's not the way I thought it was. I get excited with that. I get excited with that. I guess you guys don't. I get excited when I'm like, this isn't what it seemed to me. God filled somebody up for Moses to work. Man, there's something powerful about that. Because, brothers and sisters, there's talents here. In this church, there's talents. Hay talentos aquí, hermanos, en esta iglesia. Que no se pensaba, mira. Y yo creo que hay grandes cosas en sus vidas que, va, que gente va a decir, ¿Quién es este pueblo? Oh, man, there's something exciting. Don't cut yourself short. No, 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 te, no te miras, hermanos, que, que, que puedo ofrecer yo, que puedo hacer yo. Tienes algo. Tienes algo. Lo estás viendo. Lo has abierto. Lo has creído todos estos años. O oh, ese año estaba haciendo esto y esto. Y, y no era tú. Tu don. Y qué feo, ¿no? Como que, 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 que es mi último temor que tengo en mi vida. Moriéndome en mi cama y no haciendo lo que Dios quería en mi vida. To die in bed, not fulfilling God's purpose in my life. That's my fear. We all should desire this. Some of us, I'm sorry. We're too rooted in it. We're too stubborn in it, too rebellious in whatever it is that we're going to miss it. A unos de nosotros aquí, hermanos, que estamos tan cabezudo ese palabra que estaba. Creía que pegándome me cabezudo. Que no vamos a ver lo que Dios nos ha llamado. Vamos, vamos a ir. Ya, ya, ya tengo este año, ya, ya se me pasó todo. Y todavía tienes chance de ser algo grande, pero grande, hermanos. First Corinthians 7, 7. For I would that all men were even as I myself. Listen to that. How many of us have gone through that Paul state, huh? God, I just wish you could see it the way I see it. Paul saying here, right? But Paul's saying it not in a way that he's pump, pumping himself. He's saying it here trying to explain it. I wish this, and I realize that's not going to happen. Hello. Paul's having a hello moment. I know we want everybody to see it the way we see it. But every man has his what? Of God. One after his manner and another after that. Have you found it? Have you found it yet? 
como dice Pablo aquí, yo quiero que todos serán como yo. No que se estaba pompeando. Pero hay muchos de nosotros que pensamos eso. Ay, que mis hijos, ay, que esto, que nomás vieron como yo, vieron las cosas. O creen como yo creo. Será más fácil. No, 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 están pasando cosas ahorita. Que Dios está formando cosas para ellos. Créalo. Créalo, hermanos. Están pasando cosas en sus vidas ahorita. Y duele. Pero si tú no lo puedes hallar. ¿Qué chance tienen ellos? You know, we get so twisted and we get so locked in and we're like, oh man, and my kids, you could just see it the way I see it. And you know what? It's not going to happen because Paul's just talking about right here. He's talking about gifts, but that's also just the mindset too. But they're going through things. They're happening. Uh, things are happening in their lives because God is preparing something for them. Something's forming and shaping in that. How does it have to be so hard? Sometimes it does. For it to be as good as God's going to have it. Sometimes the oven's at 500 degrees. And it has to be. Because what God's going to, God has to prepare something for difficult things. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. What do you, what do you know? You think you know? God knows. And it's exciting when God knows because saying, hey, God, I put it in your hands. I prayed for you. I know these things are happening. I've seen it. I've seen things. I've heard things. I heard what they're doing. Shameful things. Shameful things, God, they're doing right now. How could they, God, do these things, God? They should know better, God. I'm crying to you, God. And God's looking down on you going, you have no idea, do you? Oh, we ain't getting it, are we? I like this. I like when it gets confusing and like, well, Brother Gabe, I mean, no, 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 no. I know. And trust me, I've been in the shameful things. But it turned something in me. It made me realize how precious ministry my father had. The love of Mother praying, not giving up. You've heard it. You've heard Brother Lorenzo's done a good job in explaining how, how can you let Gabriel be up there knowing how he is? Don't that Brother Lorenzo. But it's true. How could he have? But those words, if I don't, what chance does he have? Mercy. In our minds, you fool. You don't even know what they're doing, but we don't understand the mercy. And a great lesson for Lorenzo. And you can see it in his life. Now he teaches it. In spades, he teaches it. Because he experienced it. Oh, there's something powerful. Brother. See, you, you see, see, see we're, we're, too, we're too, come on, we're too on the physical, aren't we? Physical is just, it's just a moment of time, you know? It's just a little bit of time. But when you get into that spiritual stuff, it gets crazy. They're saying, could it really be? That's horrible what they're doing. That's disgusting what's happening. But God, man, I've prayed it. I put it in your hands. You're forming something. You're doing something that's going to be to your glory. As you transform, as you use, as you prepare everyone's gift. Oh, man, I, I just wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. I'm wishing right now, okay? I'm wishing, I'm praying, I'm praying. No more wishing, I'm praying. 2 Timothy 1, 6. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. Woo! I was talking to Timothy here right now, you know. Timothy, I've, gave, I've given you all the advice. 
I've told you what it takes. Now you got to just mix it. Take it. A lot of us here, we know what it takes. Some of us don't. We've read it and we should know. Some of us still are lost in, why doesn't take all of this? I can, I don't have to do this completely. You're missing it. The word of God says completely, you got to do it. Contra la palabra de Dios. Y como dice Pablo aquí, yo, tú sabes lo que te ha di, di, dicho Timoteo. Ahora es el tiempo a, a, como el título. What do you say, unravel? Unwrap? A, a abrir el regalo. A usar el regalo que Dios te dio. Which is in thee. By the putting of my hands. Verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Verse 8. Oh, I'm sorry, verse 7. Of sound mind. You see, brothers and sisters, Paul saw something in Timothy that God confirmed with the laying of hands. There's times that we are asking for things and we're asking wrong. But it's God at the end of the day that unravels it. Because all gifts come from him. A veces, hermanos, estamos pidiendo cosas y estamos pidiendo cosas malas. No, no, no malas, pero en un mal manera como dice la palabra de Dios que pidemos pero pidemos mal no estamos pidiendo cosas que van con la voluntad de Dios we got the greatest example here right we have Jesus the night before he's gonna stand before his judgment father if it is your will Sometimes we don't start our prayers like that. Let's think about it. Some of times it's like, do it, God. Do it, God. Saying, God, you know what I can handle. You know all things, God, before I knew them. You are powerful and mighty. If it is your will, God, that I go through the strength in me. I might not see the strength that I... That I have in me, but you see it. What's the saying? If you brought me to it, you'll bring me through it. Sometimes we're praying for McDonald's service, aren't we? I'll pick it up at the first window. And we can't. We got to realize that sometimes it takes time, it's a process, it's a development. When it becomes beautiful. This one is beauty, it's beautiful with age because you start to see it form and shape. But if you're struggling, brothers and sisters, with this, see where you're at again. Are you still rebellious? Are you still fighting against things? Do you still struggle at home? You have a, a difficult time. In your marriage, you have a difficult time in just being obedient in general. And how can you find it? If it's from God. If God's laid it out for you, what, what it takes to, to be the things that he needs you to be first, how can you find it? The thing is, is that we got to get into this cultivating and working. Okay, God. If I want fruits to grow, guess what? I got to break the ground. What a thing, huh? If I want this, I got to work this. If I want this blessing, I got to build the building. No chicken before the egg on this one. This is one of those situations where God's clear on it. You pray, you don't even build barns for what you pray for. 
Oh, man. What is God telling us there, brothers and sisters? That we're just praying for sound. Not praying to work. To work. To work. Don't be working in vain, thinking you're doing something when God hasn't called you for that. There's something he's called you for. There's something exciting. You know, it, 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 you can meet people and you can say, God, man, God's, man, God could use this person in this. They're over here. Oh, man, you don't realize that. You have the power. God's given you power in this. But sometimes we don't see these things. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Now, you are the body of Christ and members in particular. Verse 28. And God has set some in the church, first, apostles, secondarily, prophets, thirdly, teachers. After that, miracles, then gifts of healing, helps. Again, look, look, why, why does the church, why does the church always just... Helps, governments, diversity of tongues, 29. Is it 28 again? Oh, 28 again. keep on thinking I have one ahead of that. So many of us, as we are ambitiously seeking things, we've got to see that there's an order within the church. There's work to be done in the church, and, and it's like, you know, Moses, God, can, how can I with such a great people? I got you, Moses. I got you. I got you. You're going to have, I'm bringing you man of valor. But you know what? Well, God, how, how are we supposed to build it? Nobody knows anything here. I got you, Moses. Could you imagine just waking up one day and you're like, man, I feel like I got all the internet in my head right now and I can do everything. It's not like this was a baby and it started He's playing with blocks and playing with. So God can do it. Some of us are, are, are sitting right here and we're like thinking, I can't do anything. Oh, you don't know God. See, God saw this person saying, God, use me for anything you need. We don't know what the prayer was of this. God, whatever it takes, God, just use me. Something powerful in this. Oh, something that's just like divine. But times again, our heart, the flesh will pull us into different things. And we just disappoint ourselves because we can't do it because we were never called to do it. Well, what am I called for, Gabriel? Tell me what I'm called for. Okay. You're called right now to live an obedient, loving life towards Christ. Let's just start there. Come back to me after we get that one figured out. Because once you start doing that, God starts to reveal what you're called for. The thing is, is doing that. You can't hit the home run if you don't step up to base. Now, this is why church is 99% of not what your gifts are. If you're seeing a church that is 99% of what your gifts are, church is 99% of that first thing. I'm not sure I understand that, Brother Gabe. Because it's hard enough doing that first thing. But that 1%, once you get there in that level, God reveals it all. The church just receives it. <laughs> Why does the church got to explain anything about gifts that God gave you? But that 99% of getting you to that point, that conduit point that you could be used, 
That's where all the effort goes into. But some of us, we've already just been receiving this stuff. And now it's time to reveal it. Now it's time for God to reveal it. I've, I've told you this. I've showed you this. And now it's time to pray for it. Because it's a good desire you have. But are these things checked off? And are they? If we turn to Joel 2, 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Verse 29. And also upon the servants and upon the handsmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. There's a time that's coming, brothers and sisters, that, and it's, it's here in a lot of factors. But again, have we tapped into, again, if we're not close to God, how can we hear God? People that are further away from me can't hear me. It's simple when you look at it. You want to get close to God, change your pattern. Muchas veces, hermanos, queremos crecer con Dios, queremos más de Dios, pero no estamos cambiando cosas que nos está dejando que nos acercamos a Dios. We want to get close to God. We want to be, but we're not doing things that allow us to do these things. But God's spirit is coming. It's going to be poured out. Are we prepared? Let's prepare our hearts for this. Amen. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up, but with this last verse, if we can all stand up, brothers and sisters. For the gifts and the calling are God, of God are without repentance. I stayed on this one for a little bit. I was trying to understand it. I was like, what does this mean? Estaba leyendo eso, hermanos, y ¿qué, qué? ¿Qué es esto? Because there's times in our lives that we will be going through something and we're thinking, like, God can't use me. How can God use me? How can God use me? But you see, a gift is still being given. A gift might not be being used. But it's still been given. God doesn't come back and take it. It's just not used. Story of the talents. So the question is, how are you feeling right now about things? Are you feeling like you cannot be used by God? Are you feeling like you haven't been used by God? Are you feeling like you're in a confused state because of where your life's at. We have an opportunity, brothers and sisters, to come up here and leave it at the altar. We have an opportunity here, brothers and sisters, to ask God, God, declare in my life where I need to go, what I need to do. I might not have seen things the way you have laid it out for me, God, but I want to see it. 
Hermanos, muchas veces estamos en un punto donde no sabemos por qué, no estamos sintiendo, no estamos um, haciendo lo que el deseo que tenemos en nuestros corazones, pero a veces estamos siguiendo algo que era emoción, pero a, a algo de nosotros, no de Dios. Pero el momento que, como es, dice esa escritura aquí, que Dios dio, un, como, como lo dice de las misericordias de vocación de Dios, de Dios da dones y no los quita. Ahí se queda, pero no se puede trabajar. A veces no más se queda ahí. A veces estamos tanto en otras cosas que no estamos viendo la cosa que lo dio que tuvo chance de ser más grande que todas las cosas. Porque era algo que Dios nos dio a nosotros. Again, brothers and sisters, we're so bad. The humanistic side of our brains, we're like, I've been called for this. I gotta be this. It's gotta be this. But we don't really realize how good our heart is in this thing. How crazy is that? Oh, I've got to be a leader, delegator, because this is what I do. But man, you got one of the biggest hearts. But you don't need to do that. You need to do this. Yeah, God prepared you to be able to organize the magnitude of it. There's something powerful in, in the word when we can just accept that God has called us for something that might not be what we think it is. But it's for sure for work. Hay algo grande, hermanos, cuando podemos aceptar que Dios lo ha llamado a nosotros para algo. A veces puede ser, no es lo que creemos que es. Y a muchos años gastados, 40 años en el desierto. Muchos años gastados. Pero el momento que lo hagas, que lo entiendes y que comienzas a hacerlo, el paz viene sobre ti. Comienzas a ver cosas en tu vida cambiar. Porque no estás peleando contra el don que te dio Dios. I don't want to fight against what God has given me. I want to cultivate it. I want it to grow. Tenemos una oportunidad, hermanos, para orar. Esta mañana voy a pedir a todos que, que los venemos para el frente. Y es algo nomás, es algo de comunicación con Dios. Muchas veces no entendemos lo que es el llamamiento del frente. Es una oración, es una un acto de fe, pero también es comunicación con Dios. A veces estamos comunicando tanto, lo hacemos tanto que necesitamos a cambiar en lo que estamos hablando con Dios. Porque Dios está queriendo otra cosa de nosotros. A veces no comunica, comunicamos de nada. No, ni sabemos quién es Dios, qué puede ser Dios en nuestras vidas. Pero tenemos oportunidad. Esta mañana tenemos una oportunidad para venir al frente, hermanos, y pedirle a Dios, Dios, recíbeme, Dios. Enséñame más de tu palabra. We have an opportunity to come up here to the front. Many of us, we come here with different reasons, and you have reasons, and that's what the altar is for. Some of us come with the same reasons, and we need to look for a different thing. Maybe this is one of them right now saying, God, reveal to me this gift. Use me. Use me, God. To be a blessing to your ministry. Give me a heart, Father, that's willing to be used by you, Jesus. Be directed by you for your glory. Lord Jesus, we come before you this morning, Father. We're grateful, Lord, because your presence is what reveals to us what we need from you, Jesus. There's times we come here, Father, and we have fleshly needs, Lord. We need a better job. We need a better car. We need better health insurance, Jesus. We need a physical need. But we're asking right now, Lord, that you just meet us here in this spiritual need. You've given us something, Father. You've given us a gift, Jesus, that sometimes 
we pass by and we haven't even opened it. We look at it and say, man, somebody gave me that one time, a long time ago. You probably should open it, but we still pass by it. God, I'm asking that we not only open it, Lord, but we look at it and you show us, God, what to do with it. Because there's power in this, Father. There's so many good, talented brothers and sisters here, Father, that have been pushing themselves away, Father, from a calling, Jesus. If it's to serve, if it's to give, if it's to pray, if it's to lead outside and do things, Father, to bring glory to you, Jesus. It's a business owner, Lord, that's, you're going to sun, the, the sun's going to shine brighter on their business, Father, because of their commitment to you, Jesus. We accept, Father, whatever it is, Jesus, that your glory may reign in us, Jesus. That we stop fighting this gift that you've given us, Lord, that it's apparent, Lord, we see it. We see the trail of what what is offered from it, Jesus, but yet we're not using it for your glory, Jesus. We haven't turned it back around and saying, okay, God, you got my attention. I know that I'm good in these things, Father. Use me. Use me, God, to edify, to progress your kingdom, to build it, Jesus. Oh, Señor, yo quiero pedir esta mañana, Señor, primeramente, Estamos aquí, Señor. Ya sabes lo que necesitamos, Señor. La comunicación contigo, Señor, es primeramente. El entendimiento de salvación es primeramente en nuestras vidas, Señor. Sabiendo que tú me amas. Me amas, Señor. No importa lo que ha hecho, no importa el mental que en este momento tengo, Señor. Tú me amas, Señor, tanto. Que dices tu vida para mí. Yo te pido, Señor, que sigas hablándome en mi vida. Enséñame, Señor, que me quieres usar, Señor, para entender este regalo que me has dado, que lo has dado a todos, pero a veces no lo usamos, Señor. A veces creemos que Nuestra vida nomás es una vida que se pasa, no viendo que tienes algo grande para nosotros, Señor. Queremos disfrutar, Señor, de ese regalo. No pelear contra este regalo, Señor. Si es de servirte, Señor, que podemos servirte mejor. Si es de servir otro, Señor, que lo hacemos con un corazón agradable, Señor. Si es, Señor, de trabajar para tu reino, Señor, queremos trabajar, Señor. Sabiendo, Señor, que tú nos va a dar todo lo que necesitamos, Señor, en nuestras vidas. Tú eres grande, Dios. Tú ya sabes todas las cosas, Señor. Pero estamos aquí, Señor, pidiéndote, Señor, que entres en nuestras vidas. Que compones cosas, Señor. Si estamos sufriendo, Señor, de rebeldía, si estamos uh, sufriendo, Señor, de dolores que no nos da oportunidad para comunicar contigo, Señor. Sana esto en nuestras vidas, Señor. Tu Espíritu está aquí ahorita, Señor. Toca nuestras vidas, Señor. Toca nuestras vidas, Señor. Lord, I'm asking you right now, Jesus, for those of us that are struggling with the 99%, I ask, Father, right now that you just enter into our hearts, Lord, and you start to move out things that need to move out, Jesus. If we're still rebellious, if we're still proud and prideful, if we still can be submissive in relationships, Lord, if we're still not respectful to each other, Lord, if we're still struggling, Jesus, how can we ever be used by you, Jesus? How can we ever even see the gift, Lord, that's there? It's there. This gift's there. But our bitterness, our pride isn't allowing us to fulfill what's in it. I thank you, Jesus.
I thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace, Lord. I ask that you cover us, Lord, in our needs, Jesus. We get excited, Lord, and we look for this thing. And it could be the simplest thing, God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if we could just see, God, that it's just a little mustard seed? Oh, we're looking for something so big, and it's a little mustard seed. Oh, God, let me see it. Let me cultivate it. I want to cultivate this little thing. That you have shown me, God, that it's there. And I want you to take me to places. I trust you, Jesus. Muchas veces estamos viendo para algo bien grande, pero una semilla de mostaza. Puede ser una semilla de mostaza que es el don que tenemos. Para cuidarlo. Para que Dios pueda hacer algo grande con él. God, open up the heavens right now, Lord Jesus, that we can feel your presence, Lord. Let your spirit pour down on us, Lord Jesus. Because we have a desire, Father, for you. And you will fill us up, Lord. And you will continue to progress your kingdom, Jesus. And I thank you, Jesus, for your guidance, for your love, for everything you do, Jesus. I ask that you bless the food that we're, we're prepared for us, Lord, that you bless all my brothers and sisters, the spiritual food, Lord, that we take it with us and want to search for it in our lives, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord, for everything you do. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let's worship the Lord, amen.